Welcome to the Druids Grove, where we discuss all things related to Druids, their history, current day practices, and how to build a deeper connection and relationship with the earth. I'm so glad you're here. If you find what I have to share helpful, please subscribe and share with others that may enjoy it, and check the show notes for more information. Come on in, relax for a bit, and I hope you enjoy. Hello everyone, and welcome to the Druids Grove. Uh, Before we get started, I just want to say thank you to everyone. I've had some people reach out with uh, email or social media and kind of telling me their story and how they got into Druidry, and it's just so awesome to hear from people that are getting into it or have found this podcast and have found it helpful. So I just want to thank you and, you know, for listening. Um, So far, I looked earlier today and there's about 2,800 episode downloads, so that's really cool. Um, so it's over a hundred, uh, almost on average over a hundred downloads per episode. So that's really awesome. So thank you so much for listening. Uh, today we are going to be talking about liminal spaces in Druidry. Um, so if you've never heard the term, uh, of liminal or what a liminal space is, you can go check it out, look it up. Um, but I'll kind of talk about it and how it applies to Druidry here today. So over the past few years, the, the concept of liminal spaces has kind of become a meme of sorts, I guess. You know, there's social media pages dedicated to it, people talking about liminal spaces and taking pictures and sharing them of the different types of liminal spaces they find. Um, But a liminal space, um, it could be anything from like a a large open lobby in a building or a hotel, um, you know, or it's a place kind of devoid of people. Um, you know, you might have stairs on on two sides or uh, just a big open space with a stairwell at the end or a long hallway, you know, with that's just like seems devoid of everything. It's just kind of empty space. It, you, they usually bring a feeling of kind of discomfort or like a sensation of being lost in time and space. They're just kind of outside of reality in a way. And the idea or concept of a liminal space in Druidry is, is not really that much different than that idea. Um, many Druids appreciate the, the concept or the idea of liminal spaces, and they uh, approach them and utilize them for spiritual practice and meditation. And the idea that liminal spaces can be, um, is that phys- these liminal spaces can be a, a physical space, or they can also be a space in time. So liminality or a liminal space can be a physical space or a, a, a space in time as well. Um, it, a liminal space is kind of the space or the time that is in between two other distinct areas or distinct times. Um, for instance, like one section of land, um, you know, maybe on one side you have one section of land and on the other side you have a different section of land and in the middle there may be a gorge or a river or a creek and a bridge that goes over from one section of land to the other and the bridge is the liminal space it's kind of in between two places um, the most common concept in druidry of liminal spaces would be at the intersection of land sea and sky so you know you're standing at uh, the ocean or a lake or a river and you if you're standing in the water you are touching the land you are touching the water or the sea and you are touching the sky so you're in this weird um, you know, this weird space. At one point in space and in one point in time, 
you can be standing in three distinct spaces. You can connect to three different um, kind of tethers of time. You know, if you look back, um, if you look back at these spaces, uh, you know, land, sea, and sky, in the concept of time, you can also stand at a junction at that space too. So again, you can be in the water, you can be on the earth and in the air at the same time. And and the reason this is important in Druidry, this this the concept and the idea of liminal spaces, it, it brings an awareness and a connection to many visible and invisible cross sections or, or spaces where things are transitioning or crossing. So, you know, if you're in the water like that, you are connected to all of the aquatic animals and to the element of water. You know, if you're standing if you're standing at an ocean shore, you are connected to all the other land masses in the world via the ocean. I don't know if you've ever thought about that. So if you're, let's just say, you're on the eastern shore of the United States at the Atlantic Ocean. So, you know, if you think about it, I know it's, it's really weird to think about, but if you're standing in that water at the Atlantic Ocean, you are touching the oceans that touch all of the other oceans in the entire world. And at the same time, you are touching all of the land that these these oceans connect to. So it's, I, I thought about that. I heard that somewhere, you know, within the past few months, and it just really struck me when I was looking up stuff about liminal spaces. It was very interesting. And so you are also in that space. You're standing on land, and you're not just connected to that land in that one space. You are connected to that land and all the entities, both human, animal, tree, plant, that are touching that land as well. And then standing in that space, you're connected to the air. And in that sense, you are connected to the entire world, all of the birds, all of the other beings that are interacting with that air, air that is connecting the whole world. So it's, you know, it is nice to stand at a seashore and have your feet in the sand, uh, you know, and the, and the waves are crashing up. And, and just for the sake of enjoying that, sure it's very enjoyable it's very relaxing to some people some for some people it's very terrifying because they don't know what's in the depths of the ocean and they don't want sharks to come up and get them or sea monsters or whatever it is but but in druidry we can approach these areas um from many different perspectives and look at it very differently and appreciate it so talking about liminal spaces spaces in general a liminal space is kind of a threshold um you can think of it like a a gateway or a doorway to another world um if you're at a liminal space, uh, you know, you are transitioning from one place to another or from one idea to another or even, um, you know, from one persona or identity to another persona or identity. Um, many, many different cultures, not just Druidry, have the, the idea of liminality or liminal spaces present in their practice. Um, for instance, um, in buildings where uh, religious or spiritual worship takes place, there are usually, uh, you know, distinct areas for certain activities. There's usually like a sacred space, um, you know, and then you're approaching that area. Um, there is a place that is kind of a transition from uh, our normal, you know, normal human world to the the world of worship. So when you're in that space and when you're in that transitional space, that's a liminal space. And what, what liminal spaces can do, they can create a separate and distinct area that is considered a special place. It's a transitional area to prepare your mind for the space that you're about to enter. 
So speaking of liminal spaces, we can also apply this to our own minds, our own intellect, um, or spirit. Um, we can apply liminality to ourselves. So if you're listening to this podcast, you're likely already a druid or you're interested in druidry and you're embarking on a journey of exploration of druidry or if you're on any other spiritual path and you just happen to be listening or any 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 endeavor that you are engaging in you know whenever you're engaging in your spiritual practice you are in a liminal space whether you are reading this or, or sorry reading a book or listening to this or watching a youtube video or you're meditating or any other form of spiritual practice or engaging in growth, um, you are in a liminal space. Um, this is like a space and a time on the precipice of transition or change. It, it, when you think about it, it may not seem you know, intuitive to, to really approach it this way. But when we engage in these activities, we are leaving something behind and we are looking forward to something new we are building. We are changing. So we're in this like transitional period and transitional space. We are leaving our old self and our old thought patterns and our old habits behind, and we are building new ones. However, when we look at it, at that, that very moment of study or deep thought or meditation, reflection, in that moment, we are in a liminal space. We are in a liminal transitional space and time. You know, and even if you've been practicing for a long time, and you are well-versed in your spiritual practice, whenever we engage in our spiritual practice, this is a liminal space and time. We are stepping outside of the ordinary, mundane human world, and we are entering into this spiritual place, this spiritual realm, you know, a, a space that is really sacred to us. And even in our daily lives, we can enter into liminal spaces you know, think of a time when you have had to maybe transition from um, one mode of living to another mode of living. So, you know, something like going through a divorce or getting married or having a baby or a child. Or maybe your child is grown and they are leaving the home. Uh, maybe you're starting a new job. Maybe, you know, whatever it is, you're embarking on a new journey. Your, your life is changing. So, you are in a liminal space and a liminal time since you are transitioning from one concept or idea of yourself to a new concept of self and a new concept of your existence. You're, you're fundamentally uh, changing who you are and how you interact with the world. So the, the time and the space between the old way of living and the new way of living is a liminal space. It's a liminal time and a liminal area. And if, you, if you've been, we've all been through these kinds of things, but if you think about when you're in that time and in that space, you are usually uncomfortable. You're um, exploring ideas, you're exploring options, you're, you're building new habits and exploring new habits, what fits, what doesn't. Um, you know, it's, it's a time of change. Um, generally, it's a time of growth um, because we are, we're always trying to improve ourselves um, unfortunately, liminal spaces can also be a time of, of decline or negativity. Um, you know, for instance, someone is very ill. Um, you know, maybe they have a terminal diagnosis, and they are starting the process of death. They are starting the process of dying. Um, and I'm sorry to talk about this, but I'm, I'm in healthcare, so I'm around it a lot. 
Um, but it's 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 interesting to see how people embrace this this transitional time, this liminal space. Some people fight it to the very end, and some people accept it and and just move move on. Um, but you know, also if someone is very depressed, you know, um, something negative happens in their life, they become depressed. Maybe they start using drugs or alcohol excessively. Um, this is also a, a liminal transitional space and time. Um, liminality doesn't always necessarily lead to positive outcomes or positive change. Um, it can lead to negative outcomes and negative change, but it, it's just the the space and the time that is in that transitional place. Um, usually, what is happening like this, it, we, um, we think about it as it being outside of our control and when we're going through a negative process or a negative change and we're in this negative liminal space um, but you know it's there are a lot of tools that can help transition that um, and, and much of it is based on our perception of what we are going through um, we can we can choose to um, we can choose to view things um, in a negative or a positive way, even if, you know, worst case scenario, horrible things are happening, um, we can be at peace. We can try to find positivity. We can try to find growth and, and gratitude. And that's part of what Druidry is as well, is, is I've talked about before, looking at your position in the world and appreciating where you are and having gratitude for it and realizing where you fit into this this grand scheme of things, and realizing that we are truly not that important, um, you know, we our ego wants us to think we are in charge, and the world revolves around us, and we need need need, and think we should get the things that we want. You know, so when we're going through these negative liminal chain times and liminal changes and transitional phases, we think the world is against us. We think people are against us, and you know, if we it it can be as simple as just changing your changing your approach to it, changing your perspective. And by changing your perspective, you can change how you feel inside. And then you can start building positive habits and positive ideas and positive growth. And you're still in that liminal space, but you can change the direction of coming out of that space. So now that we've looked at what liminal means, what is a liminal space or a liminal time, you know, we can explore why are they important? Why why are liminal spaces unsettling? So this liminal spaces are, or liminal times, are kind of a period or a space of uncertainty or unease or discomfort. Um, even in nature, uh, a liminal space can kind of bring forth a feeling of unease or uncertainty. You know, if we're um, walking in the woods and we come to a bridge over water or a gorge or something like that, or, um, you know, do we, do we cross this bridge? And, and go further on the trail, you know, we, we know where we came from. We know what's behind us and what this environment is like, but what's on the other side of the bridge? You know, do we dare venture in that direction, not knowing what is over there? Um, you know, if you're at the shoreline of, the, of a lake or the ocean, you know, we could be swept away by the sea. Um, you know, do we stand in this transitional liminal space? Do we, do we go further in one direction or a different direction? Um, you know, this, this is the uncertainty that we kind of feel when we're in these spaces that we can encounter. And, you know, especially in the land, sea, and sky kind of trinity of liminal spaces, 
you know, all kinds of things can happen or be experienced in these spaces. And it's, it's beneficial to be in that space and to explore all the different ideas and concepts. And that's, that's how one way that it relates to Druidry. So in, in being in a liminal space and exploring this, this unknown, you know, uncertainty, unease, transitional feeling, we can be open to the possibility of change. You know, the idea of exploration, um, decision-making. Um, this is what makes a liminal space, you know, special in Druidry. Um, so just kind of a personal story. When I was initially looking into different pagan practices, I felt very unbalanced. I didn't know which path to choose. You know, it, it was such a huge decision, and I felt like it was a very difficult decision. It's a very big commitment, you know, and I wanted to make the right choice for me. Um, so that that feeling of unease or, you know, not being sure about where I was going, that was a liminal space and a liminal time looking back. Um, you know, I didn't know if I should study Wicca, Druidry, Christianity, Hinduism, Buddhism, or some other spiritual practice. I just, I didn't know. I knew I was looking for something and, uh, you know, all these thoughts were popping into my head. You know, what will people think of me if I say that I'm a Druid? How will the world view me? Will they accept me? Um, you know, I, I told myself, well, I can't go down that road, you know, Druidry, gosh, that's, um, that's an ancient practice. And, you know, they sacrifice people and, you know, that's not what I want to do. And, you know, but being in that liminal space, uh, and exploring all these ideas and options, it allowed me to explore without uh, full commitment. So liminal spaces are kind of a place to ask, you know, the, the quote, what if questions, you know, what if I, what if I decide to go down Wicca, what would that look like? Um, you know, if I decide to study Wicca, um, and for me, it ultimately wasn't a good fit for me, you know, and then I looked into Druidry and it turned out that, yeah, this really, this clicks with me. This feels good. So it's like, it's like being at that liminal space on the shore and putting your toes in the water and, and getting a feel for it, but you're not, you know, you're not diving headfirst into the ocean and going to the depths. So it's just like, let me, let me step my toe over this way and see what this feels like, or let me explore this possibility and kind of see, see what that feels like. You know, I could, I could go one way or another way. So in a physical space, this would look like, well, I can, I'm at a crossroads here, so I can turn left or I can go right. So what's down that road and what's down that road? I, if I'm in a, a lobby with stairs that go up and down, you know, it's like, um, I could go up or down. What's what's upstairs? What's downstairs? Or if I'm on a bridge, um, you know, on in between two spaces of land, it's like, well, what's over here? Can I I can go over explore that way? See, you know, check that out. Or I could go over to this side and check that out. You know, I can explore what 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 should I do? What are the long term repercussions of of the choices I make in this space? What will be the outcomes? What can I gain or lose from picking? you know, either path or crossing into either space outside of this liminal space. So liminal spaces, we can really approach with a sense of curiosity, of openness, um, you know, intrigue, uh, you know, just exploration. Or we can approach liminal spaces with a sense of fear and anxiety. And and this, this, a lot of people are conditioned, um, unfortunately, at a young age, to approach these liminal spaces and times with fear and uncertainty and anxiety. Um, you know, we get complacent and, um, you know, kind of stuck in our routines and we feel that everything is fine the way it is. And 
We don't know what the outcome is going to be, so we're just going to stay where we're at, and I'm not going to make any changes right now. Um, you know, but being able to open up and explore liminal spaces and times and, and being uncomfortable in that space, it helps us to build up resilience in our character and in our thought patterns and in, in our daily habits. It, it helps to expose us a little bit to the idea that, you know, everything isn't a life or death situation. Um, it took me a while, but, you know, I had like crippling anxiety for years. And, you know, over the past few years, I've learned, I've kind of taken this approach that, um, you know, if, as long as I'm not dying or, or sick, you know, everything's going to be okay. And then I can even take that a step further, thanks to Druidry, and say, well, even if I do die, everything's going to be okay. It's not a big deal. Um, but it, getting in these liminal spaces and sitting there and, and being open rather than being afraid to take a risk or to, to try something new, that, that changes who we are. You know, um, it being in a liminal space can also help us to be more comfortable in making decisions and, and realizing that, you know, ultimately everything will be okay. Um, you know, especially looking at it from this philosophical and spiritual background of Druidry. Um, you know, in Druidry, if we, if we, if we ultimately know, you know, or we think we know, um, what will happen in the end of our lives, it kind of puts everything else into perspective. It helps us to be more comfortable with um, being adventurous, um, not caring what other people think, uh, more likely to, you know, live our own lives true to how we think and feel that we should live. It helps to take away that self-doubt, um, the worry of what others will think about us. And, and you know, the, like I said, you know, liminal spaces are these places for growth and for change. Um, they are areas for making decisions and being exploratory, both mentally and physically. Um, so, you know, when you go out into the world, um, you know, in, in a city or even in your home or out in the woods, try to see liminal spaces. Um, you know, look, look for places that are transitional in their nature. You know, this could be as simple as a doorway when you're entering a building, you know. Or, or going at your own home, you know, going from um, a living room to the kitchen or a living room into a bedroom. Um, you know, enter these spaces and, and just sit there, you know. Um, just, just stay in that space and just explore it a little bit. You know, it could also be um, out in nature. It could be like the, the opening at the base of a tree. You know, we've talked about seeing these little uh, holes at a, the base of a tree. You know, that could be... Um, the, the opening into the other world or the underworld, um, you know, go sit next to that space and, and think about it that way and just see how it makes you feel. But, you know, kind of a, a, a simpler, a simpler um, example or, or, or kind of test, I guess, um, you know, find a doorway and, and go stand in that doorway and, and just stand, you know, we're in the door frame and just stand there. It's it it's kind of a weird feeling, um, you know. If if other people around, are if other people are around, they will look at you oddly. <laughs> you know, they they will wonder. You know, are you going in this room? Or are you going in that room? Um, you know, or if you're on a bridge, you know, people use bridges to cross over from one place to another. But just stand on the bridge, and 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 see how many other people. You know, they may stop and take a look over the edge or whatever. But 
I do this at a couple of parks, you know, stand on the bridge and, and, and people will just constantly walk past you, but not many people will stop and stand and just be in that space because it's, it's kind of a weird feeling. You know, people expect you to make a decision and to choose a path. Um, like I said, you know, if you're in the doorway or on the bridge and you're in this liminal space, um, it, it's very, it's very uncomfortable to people. Um, you know, again, because you're in between two areas, you're not, you're not making a choice and that can apply to, like we talked about earlier, you know, in our daily lives. So whether you're making a decision about something, we usually feel pressured to make a decision. Um, you know, the, one of the most common, you know, sociological questions is, you know, what do you want to do for dinner or for lunch? And people want a decision. They don't want you to, you know, that, the dreaded, I don't care. <laughs> um, I've heard a lot of people say this, that, you know, their partner will ask them what meal, what do they, where do they want to go eat? And they say, well, I don't care wherever you want to go. And it's like that in itself is a liminal space because you're not making a decision, but you're also open to any possibility and partners or friends or whoever usually get very uncomfortable with that. For one, it puts the decision on them, but people like other people to make a choice because then they can judge them based on the choices that they're making. And if you don't make a choice, if you are sitting in that space, you are at a, in a sense of, um, you know, complete peace. It, you know, it truly does not matter where you go eat to you, but for other people, it's very unsettling to them. And that's such a simple example, but it, it, it shows the power of liminality and what it can do for you. Um, if you get more comfortable sitting in these liminal transitional spaces, both physically and philosophically, it helps to bring about um, more possibility, more openness, um, more willingness to explore, um, less discomfort. Because if you, if we go through life and we make choices based on things, we are not sitting in liminal spaces and being uncomfortable and exploring. We just make a decision, you know. Um, and then if things don't go the way we want them to, we can be disappointed. But if you sit in a liminal space and you are truly comfortable in that space and you, your happiness does not depend on the outcome, then you're just free. You can be completely open. Um, so it's a really important part of Druidry. Um, you know, you can look at it just from the physical perspective of the land, sea, sky which is really cool and very enjoyable, but you can, you can apply this to everyday life and it can help change who you are internally. You know, we have this external physical human world that we interact with and also this kind of, um, philosophical interplay between, um, other human beings around us. And there are liminal spaces present in all of these concepts and all these ideas and the more we look for them, the more we can find them and the more we can step into them and explore what it means to be in that space and to sit. You know, if, if you have a large decision coming up, say, I don't know, say um, you have to choose between uh, two jobs or you, you put out a bunch of applications and or to schools or whatever, you know, you do have to eventually make a deadline. But by sitting in that space and exploring it rather than being or feeling forced to make a decision and then 
feeling like you might make the wrong choice. So I just got to choose this one right now. And then the decision is made and I don't have to worry about it. You know, sitting in that space and, and as long as you need to, and then listening to yourself and listening to the Awen and, and meditating on it. You know, if you follow deities, talking to your de- deities and, and just exploring and seeing what feels right to you and then making a decision. It's very uncomfortable initially, but it helps you to, or it's helped me and it helps other druids to feel a deep sense of inner peace and calmness and understanding and that we are living life purposefully rather than, you know, we are responding to life rather than reacting to life. And that is a very nice place to be. Um, it's kind of antithetical to what we are told we should do. You know, we are told that we should not be, um, you know, to use an elemental term of water, you know, we shouldn't be wishy-washy. We shouldn't be um, floating in space or floating around, you know. Make a decision and and stick to it, and that's what you're going to do, you know. So wherever it is in, in space, in nature, in the city, in your home, interacting with friends, you know, wherever it is, Try to find liminal spaces and explore them and and think about what it is you truly want to get out of life and what you want to be in your own life and what is important to you. So I hope this hasn't been too confusing. I hope it's helped some people. Um, The concept of liminality to me was very foreign. I had never really thought about it until I got into Druidry. But the more I think about it, the more I really appreciate it and, and I see how much it can bring to my life. And to me, um, I do this a lot when I'm out in nature, you know, I, I look for these liminal spaces and I just go sit there or stand there. You know, I usually have my little dog with me and she loves running around and playing, but so she'll usually pull me to go, you know, that this is a great analogy. So it just popped into my head. So, um, don't be a dog, (laughs) you know, you're just following, Oh, you know, squirrel, you know, so she she chased the squirrel, she chases the leaf, she chases the bug, da, 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 you know, so the, the idea of being a human and that we have, um, you know, self-will and we can make decisions, we can choose to sit in these spaces and explore what it feels like. You know, we have this consciousness that allows us to do that. And the more we explore the depths of our own consciousness, the more at peace and comfortable we can be with our role in, in life and in this world. So thank you for listening and look forward to next time. Thank you so much for joining in at the Druid's Grove. I thoroughly enjoyed sharing this time and information with you. I hope you learned something and are inspired to build a connection to the earth and the world around you. If you liked what was shared, please feel free to give back at Buy Me a Coffee. Join me on Substack, where I have transcripts, or listen on YouTube, and find the group on social media. For more information, check the show notes. I'll see you in the Grove. Until next time.